everyone. You're listening to The Michael Amade Show, episode 507, The R Word. The other night, I stopped at a restaurant in order to pick up some food to take to a concert. And as I went and I ordered just some things, some antipasta and all of that, uh, the person behind the desk said it would be ready in about 10 minutes' time. And I thought, perfect. I'm running a little bit behind anyway. That 10 minutes will help me shave off the 15 that I thought it would take and uh, give me a little bit of a few minutes to, you know, to kind of catch up. So I pay, sit down, and I'm waiting. And 10 minutes goes by, then 20 minutes, then 30 minutes. And I went back up to the desk. There was a different woman there. And I said, you know, I've been waiting now. Um, I was told it would be done in about 10 minutes. It's now over 30 minutes, and I haven't heard anything. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what's going on, but I'm at a position where I might need to ask for a refund and leave now. And of course, they ran in and they got it. And I could see the, the kitchen the entire time. It was more that the uh, woman who took my order was flirting with one of the chefs the whole time. I think that's actually more what was happening. However... You know, everything worked out and was just fine. The reason I bring up this tiny, innocuous thing that wouldn't matter in most respects is that it illustrates the point I want to talk about today. I emotionally, not in an intense way, very subtly to me, kind of exerted a stern tone at that point that I don't think was really necessary. And as I look at trying to cultivate the various aspects of my personality, um, especially as it relates to interactions with other people, I think that this really kind of, um, this tiny little incident says something a little bit larger. I was reading an article the other day by a guy named Byron Tully, who's just got some really interesting insights into class. And when I read this article, it was a few days after this event, it suddenly made me realize, oh wait, this is something to really think about. I generally do this, what he talks about, and I'll reveal that in a second, but not always. So I want to make sure that uh, I want to make sure that I really kind of get this point out there, and it might just kind of have you know some sort of philosophical um, you know meaning for you. The whole article, or should I say blog post? It's really a blog post. It's centered around this idea. The moment one enters a dining establishment is the moment the person dining there accepts that he or she will always be wrong that evening. Now at first, that sentence right there, that that opening, makes a lot of people say, what are you talking about? Things are not always right. I, I understand. Well, this is what he means. He clarifies. I mean that you, as the customer, are going to accept responsibility for any misunderstandings that occur with the restaurant staff that evening. Interesting. Why is that and why is this an effective method of communication and why is this important? First of all, we have to realize when you go into a restaurant or something like that, there exists a power dynamic. Um, It is that one person is providing the service to your table and that you are then paying for it. Now, it's definitely an exchange of service, absolutely. But we don't know the position of the person who might be serving. We might be in a better financial position. 
We might not be also. We don't want to judge that way. However, the point is, is that we kind of come in wielding this power. I've always said that you can tell a lot about people by how they treat waiters, children, and animals. In other words, people who can financially do nothing for them, but just serve them. If someone's a jerk to a server, to a child, to an animal, you instantly know that's essentially their disposition. And in fact, a lot of people that I get involved with with business, I will purposefully get them into situations without saying it to them. I'll get them into situations where I can see them interact because I'm assessing who they really are from the beginning. And this is, this is kind of a tenant that I've had, but it's interesting how this kind of plays right into that. The reason it's, it's the reason that the idea of being wrong or accepting responsibility, that dirty R word that none of us love to talk about, especially in this age of victimhood, is that being responsible, being responsible for any misunderstanding, being, quote, always wrong for this short period of time in the restaurant is a kind and generous thing to be. If the waiter brings the wrong glass of wine to the table, sets it down, uh, begins to take orders for the entree, point out your own error. It's a very kind thing to do. If you said, oh, you know what, that looks like Chardonnay, and I believe I asked for Cabernet, Cabernet Sauvignon, but I need to speak up and not speed through my drink order. I'm sorry, my mistake. That should be offered without fail. By taking that responsibility, you're relieving the waiter or waitress of any embarrassment, and you're allowing them to look competent in their job's role, which is a generous thing to do. Everybody knows what happens. Everybody knows what happened. But to some extent, no one knows if he found out his mother was, you know, diagnosed with the disease that day. You know, there could be anything going on that might be distracting the server. So, you know, it's really important for us to be able to be a little generous with our subtlety. And, um, or generous in subtlety. Maybe that's the better way to say it by just allowing ourselves to not have to dominate situations. And ironically enough, the more that I practice this sort of thing, the better the service around me gets because servers want to serve well. They want to do a good job because they feel like they're being appreciated and they feel like you're not out to get them, that we're all in this together. And I feel like that is the kind of exchange I want between people. One thing I would suggest is when we really consider why we go out to eat. A lot of times we go out because we don't want to have to make something at home. We're tired. Uh, There's something like, you know, there's some where we just need some sort of kind of reprieve. Also, we go out to sit and talk with other people, which is a lovely thing to do. And we need to understand that we're not going for precision. We're not going there to be served by robots. Because I can tell you, robots will serve you very efficiently. But I think that personal touch is something that I love, right? And so I think the reason we go out has to do, has to, you know, has a lot to do with how we act. One thing I would suggest that is from Tully's article and I loved, which is the suggestion of never arriving late or hungry, um, or too hungry, I should say. Never arrive starving, because that makes it a little bit easier for you to snap at waitstaff or the servers, and that is never acceptable under any circumstances. I really think that uh, treating the servers in a charming, loving way, 
doing that to everyone you encounter is really a class move. That's really the right thing to do. It makes everyone around you feel good. And this is kind of the essence of manners, why manners matter, right? Because you're considering things to make sure that you're able to make the other people around you enjoy being around you. I think even though we're talking about a restaurant here, this can apply to all areas of life. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. It might seem funny. It might seem little. But this is something I'm going to do. I'm actually handwriting a note apologizing. And I'm going to hand deliver that to the restaurant uh, today. And I'm going to say, I'm sorry that was my fault. I absolutely love this place. You guys are wonderful. Thank you so much. And I'm going to do that um, not because I did anything that was bad. It actually was very minor. But I don't want that to be my reputation with anybody. It's not that I'm trying to manipulate anyone. I just want to live in a world where people treat each other well. And people are empathetic and understanding and loving. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? I could be completely off. You might think I'm off my rocker. But I'd love to hear from you. Send me my message at michaelamide.com, right in the contact form. That's a great place to get me. If you find yourself being creative with poetry, lyrics, or short fiction, consider listening to my radio show, World Poetry Open Mic, broadcast every Friday at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can find us at worldpoetryopenmic.net. But for this podcast, the next episode will be tomorrow. So until then, keep living authentically and keep living creatively. <laughs>